0: Welcome to the Lakers Lowdown. I'm Anthony Irwin. Today on the show, Matt Johnson has thoughts on Russell Westbrook and coaching. Speaking of coaching, the Lakers are not apparently giving up on Doc Rivers as a candidate. And, oh hey, a bus! Let's start with Magic Johnson continuing to have input and opinions on the Lakers, despite no longer working for the Lakers. Though I guess, if we're being honest here, he's spending about as much time in the office now in an unofficial capacity as he did when he was working um, and collecting official Lakers paychecks. Anyway, this is what Magic Johnson told David Aldridge of The Athletic about Russell Westbrook and whoever the Lakers coach. Quote, Well, it only can work if you've got the coach, the right coach. To me, it still comes down to who's the coach. And then also he's on a one year, $47 million contract. Even if you offer him in a trade, what are you realistically going to get uh, back? I told them this too. You're going to get some contracts you probably don't want and they're they're going to go past his contract. You really got to think about that Are those players you're going to get back? Are they really going to help you? I said, talk to them. Whatever happened this season, how can you make it better with Russell? How can you make it more comfortable? So they've got to figure these things out. Take him out. Take him to dinner. Sit him down. How can this thing be better? Because if he's going to be there, it's got to be better. I guess whoever they name, that's the first thing they're going to have to do. And you can't sit him down once. You're going to have to sit down for a week or two to try to figure that thing out, end quote. Here's the thing, Madge. Last year, before the Lakers traded for him, he said all the right things. He told LeBron in AD that he would do whatever he needed to do to uh, be productive off of the ball, he would do whatever it was necessary defensively to make it work. Anthony Davis said that he was going to be willing to play more at the five. And to Davis's credit, he did try to do some of those things. LeBron apparently said to Russ and AD that he was going to try to sacrifice in, in, in however ways that might make it easier for Russ. And, and to a slightly lesser extent, LeBron showed more of a willingness to try to make it work there with Russ. Russ showed nothing of the things that he promised. He didn't care all that much defensively. His rotations on now look, if he was guarding the ball and uh, his, you know his job was to basically keep whoever he was guarding in front of him, that was a situation where he had, I would argue the most success. Not much, but the most, especially compared to what it looked like when he was off of the ball. And he was asked to rotate into help, or if he was asked to box his guy out, he just wasn't interested in doing those things. And then obviously the shooting numbers are the shooting numbers. He he was left open the most um statistically last year in the NBA and was the worst shooting in those open uh shot situations in the NBA. So so yeah, like magic, what you're saying is. I guess objectively true, right? If you find the right coach, and that coach is able to get through to Russ, and he commits to doing the little things, and he becomes a, a version of himself that is uh, that, that lends himself more to winning basketball, yeah, then that is the best coaching hire that the Lakers could possibly make. Problem is that coach doesn't exist. We've seen Russ with I think four different coaches now over the course of his career. and at this stage of his career, he is not interested in doing those little things. He's not interested in in, in sacrificing for the betterment of the, of the team. Uh, when the Lakers tried to hold him accountable and tried to point out the ways that he could maybe improve defensively last year, he held up his resume and he told whoever was trying to tell him those things to basically fuck off. So yeah, what you're saying magic might work in in Lodi land, but unfortunately there is no rainbow over the top of me that is made of skittles there is no cloud over the top that, that's floating over by me that's made of cotton candy uh, we have to live in the real world and in the real world Russell Westbrook at this stage of his career so long as he maintains his current approach to the game is not a winning basketball player coach be damned if it sounds like I'm a little annoyed, well, here comes the next story. So according to Mark Stein in his uh substack, which you should be subscribed to, he wrote this about the Lakers and why they may not have hired a head coach to this point. I have another theory on this after I get through this, by the way. We'll come back to that. Quote from Stein, Suspicions persist in league coaching circles that the Lakers have not completely abandoned hope that Philadelphia's Doc Rivers becomes unexpectedly available, despite the recent recent insistence from Sixers' president of basketball operations, Daryl Morey, that Rivers will be back in Philly next season. End quote. And the annoying thing is, I freaking believe him. It wouldn't surprise me if the Lakers were just waiting for somebody to blink here. And it wouldn't surprise me if Daryl Morey is holding on to Doc Rivers right now uh, just to see if he can milk an asset out of the Lakers. It wouldn't surprise me if the Lakers were desperate enough to give up something to get Doc Rivers. If it's cash, who gives a shit? Like, I don't, it's not my money. If it's anything beyond cash, no. If it, If the Lakers give up any kind of meaningful asset, even if it's like a... A conditional second rounder, that's a conditional second rounder that the Lakers could use to improve a roster that you and I and everybody watching basketball last season, except for Magic Johnson apparently, can know. Well, no, even Magic said that it was a bad roster. So everybody watching last season knows that's a failed roster. So every single asset that the Lakers have that isn't like stapled down uh, that needs to be used to improve the roster. And so if any asset whatsoever is used to get Doc Rivers into L.A., then, man, whew, you won't want to listen that day. So my theory that I promised you guys about why the Lakers may not have hired a head coach to this point. I have a tinfoil hat on right now. So if you guys have one, put one on too. Uh, my basic theory here that the Lakers are waiting for the Charlotte Hornets to hire a head coach so that whoever they hire has no leverage in potential negotiations in what that coach would be looking for, both salary-wise, length of contract, and also importantly, who that coach has on their uh, coaching staff. We know that the Lakers, when the Lakers hired Frank Vogel, wanted Jason Kidd on their staff. And like, sure, we can say at this point that they were right in their instincts on having Jason Kidd on that staff really did help. Uh, But most head coaches are not interested in a front office basically telling them who they will and will not have on their bench. Um, So my kind of running theory here is that so long as the Charlotte Hornets haven't hired anybody, the Lakers aren't also going to hire somebody. And this lends itself to a really fun kind of uh, situation here where you have two cheap owners, uh, Jeannie Bus and Michael Jordan, uh, who are close, by the way. They are friendly. Uh, we do know that they talk, and I'm not saying that they're like colluding or anything like that. It's not that serious. But we have these two cheap organizations who are both hoping that somebody blinks and hires a head coach so that whoever the other organization hires can now tell basically that that coach, hey, this is the offer. So if you want to be a head coach in the NBA, you're going to have to accept this one. You could try to negotiate. We can maybe come to a a better understanding in terms of numbers and length of years, whatever. Uh, But this is the offer and you're going to have to accept it or you're going to have to wait till there's another opening in the NBA. Um, I kind of sort of feel like this is where the Lakers are currently sitting. And by the way, we saw last time the Lakers had head coaches that they would have preferred above Frank Vogel, but they waited it out. And it wound up biting, biting them in the ass as Monty Williams went to uh, the Phoenix Suns. And it wound up biting them in the ass that they thought that they had a bunch more leverage on Ty Lu to be able to force him into a contract that was below his market value. And both of those coaches have since gone to different situations and proven that, yeah, the Lakers probably beefed that situation. They won a championship nonetheless, because Frank Vogel is a good coach and that was an incredibly talented roster. But (laughs) we know that the Lakers have, have, have gone through this dog and pony show before where, Hey, uh, Head coach X, let's take our time here. Let's figure out what's going on. Maybe it'll appear as if they're waiting for Doc Rivers, as some in league coaching circles believe, as Stein just reported. Um, Maybe it's also, hey, by the way, if we offer you this job and there aren't any other available, you kind of sort of have to take this offer. All right, that's going to do it for this episode of the Lakers Lowdown Podcast. Uh, Apologies for yesterday. We had kind of a mix-up on the uh, pod feed, all my fault. Uh, I am going to make it up to you guys. I'm going to be hopping on spaces here in a little bit by the time you guys are listening to this. And if you miss any of that conversation live, it will become a podcast episode here on the feed shortly thereafter. And there is plenty uh, to talk about. So uh, make sure you guys tune into that the taco tuesday guys also we're going to be talking a little bit later today um and then we will resume the normal pod feed activities until all of that and until i talk to you guys again next time i'm anthony Irwin. saying have a good one